You've just accessed Shekinah glory, the place where God dwells among His people. Prepare now to receive the Lord as Pastor Rex Ricks connects you to the power of God through the prophetic revelatory preaching and teaching of the Word of the Kingdom of God. Experience the revelation of Jesus Christ on another level from the place where God dwells among His people. Now, hear the Word of the Lord. Reaping a prepared harvest. Someone say, reaping a prepared harvest. Amen. In other words, we have been dealing in the area of gathering in souls for Jesus. This is a, to be a year uh, of reaping, sharing the gospel of Jesus, whereby the kingdom of God may expand. And let me say this, as disciples of Jesus, as fishers of men, um, you never retire from proclaiming the gospel. The only time you retire from proclaiming the gospel is if you expire. So when you expire, being that you go on to wherever you're going, and if you're a believer of Jesus to his, into his presence, and if you're not, wherever that may be, but you are forever to share the gospel of Jesus. Amen. Um, and we've been taking on various subheadings throughout this teaching and on today, I want to talk about God's priority. Will you say that? God's priority. And some things just before we get into this, <clears throat> let me give you some things that we've ascertained thus far in the area of reaping a prepared harvest. One of the things that we've taken note of is that Jesus, this is we in our foundational text in Matthew chapter 9, that we see Jesus, he went about preaching throughout Galilee, healing those who were sick, uh, discontented, um, dispirited, Healing all manner of sickness and diseases, which he has commanded us to do. But one of the things we notice, he says, the harvest is plenteous, right? So one of the things we know that as disciples or fishers of men, that the harvest is always plenteous. That word harvest in the Greek, it simply means reaping. So a time of reaping is always, always, always readily available. The harvest is always what? But the laborers, the workers, or the laborers are few. So number one, there's never a time or there's never a place where we are when we're out and about, when we're in the marketplace, whether we're streaming on social media. There's always people around us who are ready to be reaped if we would only proclaim the gospel of Jesus. We also seen that a fisherman goes about preaching the gospel of the kingdom, having what? Spiritual perception. Jesus had spiritual perception when he saw the people who were sick, who were diseased, who were disheartened. So when we have spiritual perception, we see the need of man needing a savior. So what do you mean I have to say? When you're in the midst of people and you hear the complaint, you hear the heart. See, if I have spiritual deception, excuse me, spiritual perception, immediately I use that as a door to share the gospel of Jesus. Because there's one who can heal. There's one who can deliver. There's one who can make you feel at peace can be found in no other. Are you here? There's also, we've also learned that it cost to be a disciple. It cost you something to be a disciple. Um, it, it, in other words, it means giving up, and we've seen this last week, giving up my life to get life. If I try to save it, 
for the glorification of self or this world, then I lose it. But if I give it up for Christ, then I have life. Are you here? That's why Jesus said, except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, being that if I give up myself for someone else, it produces a great harvest. So Jesus had to deny himself. Matter of fact, we are the fruits of Jesus denying himself. So it costs something. In other words, I have to die to self. What do you mean die to self? Die to my passions that oppose the word of God. Die to my selfish and sinful desires to what? Follow after Jesus. Are you here? So in, <clears throat> in understanding that there's a cost, we see that there is the commitment factor. Ask yourself this. Am I committed to Jesus? Now, listen. Being a believer and someone needs to hear this, being a believer, uh, being a fisherman, uh, no matter what your denomination is, being a fisherman means the same thing to the Baptists <laughs> as it does to Pentecostals. <laughs> being a fisherman means the same thing uh, to the non-denomination, interdenominational, as well as uh, the Methodists, the Catholic. Being a fisherman of Jesus it's the same thing across the board. And I'm saying that to say that if I'm a follower of Jesus, I have the responsibility to fish for souls. <laughs> I cannot say because I am not of this particular denomination, I am relieved from my responsibilities. No, if you are a Christian, Christ-like one, there's the responsibility to share the gospel of Jesus. Yes, man. Are you living for yourself or are you living for Jesus? May I help you? Ask that question. Am I living for myself or am I living for Jesus? As a matter of fact, let me tell you, a life that's lived but forfeited. To live your whole life being successful at whatever from a worldly standpoint. And just let me say this, worldly success and godly success have two totally different meanings. And we know that worldly success uh, uh, is really not success at all when you seemingly have it all, but yet you blow your brains out. What kind of success is that? You have it all, but you still are without peace. You're not. You're never content. Are you here? But to live your whole life as a Christian and nobody came to the kingdom, nobody received Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and you were saved all your life for some sin. You literally forfeited. Watch this. Your walk as a fisherman. And let me say this. And the Bible is true. They will, you, you can work 30 years on a job. They will soon forget who you are. That, that's, that's, that's scripture. God, you know, hey, that's good. But uh, about a month, in about three months, who? You know Ricky. R Ricky. Oh, 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 him. But if Ricky ministered salvation to people, a minister to Jesus, minister Jesus to individuals, and people receive, I guarantee they'll never forget. See the difference? So there's commitment. How committed are you to Jesus? Boy, y'all were shouting a few minutes ago. Let me slow down and hang right here for a little bit. So there's the, the commitment factor. It, it, watch this. Whether you are young or old, you're called to fish. Following Jesus, watch this, requires complete 
dedication. If you go to work every day, how dare I not come fellowship with Jesus? Listen, and forsaking not the assembling of ourselves together with others. Listen, that doesn't mean just, uh, I just didn't show up to church. I said, show up. No, it's not about meeting. It's more about completing. What do you mean? Coming together and fulfilling the vision that God has given for that particular house. So it's not about meeting as much as it is about coming together collectively in order to complete the assignment that God has given that particular house. So every joint supplies. Just like when you go to work, it's not necessarily about meeting. It's about completing, getting that job done, meeting that quota. Huh? It's about coming together collectively. And if you keep coming up short, we're going to fire you and replace you with somebody else. That's how they do are you here? These are things that we've learned. Well, I didn't hear that. See, that's the Sunday you were sick. But aren't you glad you're here today? I think you were under the weather. Or something on that day. Okay. You were under the weather. Okay. Uh, we talked about uh, the priority of the kingdom. That's where we left off last week. Write this down up under the commitment. I said following Jesus requires complete dedication. We must place, listen to this, when you commit it, we must place Christ, commitment is placed, placing Christ above all other relationships. That's the relationship I have with my spouse, my children, job, friends, booze, whoever. In, in other words, it's Jesus being first. My dedication is to him first. <clears throat> Are you here? And if Jesus is not first, I am now in idol worship. Who's first if God is not first? See, to the natural mind, what I'm about to say sounds foolish. Okay? Jesus should have more influence over your life than mere man, than a man, than a woman, than a boss, than a who. I think someone sent me a uh, video this week of a lady, I think it was in Florida, who sued the hotel where she worked. Because they had her, I think they fired her because she attended a church meeting or something. But they sued her. I mean, she sued the company because, you know, she would have to work on Sunday and conflict with her religious worship. Baptist lady now. Make a long story short, she won $21 million. Now, I don't know how much that she'll get, what the thing said, but nonetheless, I commended her in the fact that she stood her ground. No, no. <clears throat> what she was saying, what, what I got out of that is my relationship with the Lord may not be important or of no value to you, heathen boss, but he means something to me. That, that, that goes back to what we said last week. See, that, that he will compensate you for your commitment. No man has left mother, father, houses, sister, brothers, lands who will not receive a hundredfold in this lifetime. So, 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 so when you forsake all, he's going to make sure that everything you lost, he's going to restore all. So in actuality, you're not loot. You actually get more by giving up. Are you here? And you have other people who are devout, whatever. When it comes to worshiping God, I'm, you're not going to get me off of it. And I'm talking about this really, even their theology is wrong, but they, they, they're committed to, on this day, don't bother me. But sometimes in Christendom, 
uh, whatever. If I don't, man, what, see, it's bigger than that. Now that's being selfish. That's not dying to self. You're only making it about you. Are you here? Are you here? So the priority of the kingdom, we see that, uh, and there's compensation for the cost of Christ. He's not going to leave uh, you out. Now, so I want to read this quote to you because a lot of us, we think just because we're, we're Christians, we are in our purpose. That doesn't mean you're in your purpose because you're a Christian, because you got to work, or because you go to work, because you got a job, or you own your own business. That doesn't mean you're in your purpose. <clears throat> Watch this. Whatever you're called to do, there are individual visions that God may give you for, uh, just say if you're a business owner or things that you believe you're called to do as an individual, then when we become part of a body of believers or when we join a local ministry or a church where God plants me, then I now become part of a greater or a larger vision. Watch this. Are you here? And whatever my individual thing is, it is to be used to help enlarge or enhance the greater vision. So your, your skills should actually be employed in the church. Are you here? But guess what? You would take your voice and give it to the world. And when they're done with you, throw you away. Are you here? Then two, if your gift is not drawing others, I'm talking to the believer now, you avoid of what your, pur- of what your purpose is. Now you're making it about you. Well, I'm making all this money, but, but how is me being a business owner affecting the kingdom as a fisherman? I'm still a fisherman, right? Even though, just say, if, 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 you accept, if you are a business owner, aren't you still a fisherman if you're a believer? Okay, so, so how is this enhancing the kingdom of God? Because if people aren't being collected or gathered through this door, then I'm void of the fact that I'm called to fish. Now I've made it about, I'm more, I'm more about them dollars than I am souls. In the marketplace, wherever, if people, those of you who are in college, students in high school, if people aren't being one, I am void of the fact that I've been called to fish. You were created by who? By God. Hold on. Those who believe in creation by the Lord Jesus, okay? So if he created you, why would he create you and not have a purpose for you? If he created you, then apparently there was a reason why God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, in the meeting, God said, let us make man. When he said us, he's talking about God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, not angels. We were not creating the image of angels, okay? And it's talking about the plurality of God. He's not three different gods. He's one God, okay? So if he created me, why would he create me without a purpose? And watch this. Why would I say he created me and I totally ignore the purpose or never seek out the purpose in which he called me? And we live as if we created ourselves and and I'm here to do my thing. Are you here? This is where cost comes in. Because if we're not catching people, we are void of what we're supposed to be doing. We have no, which I'm going to show you in a moment. We, We don't have a vision. And when you don't have vision, you run wild you we we run around like chickens with their heads severed growing up in the country our neighbors had somebody had something either up the street down the street pigs chicken hog it was something on every, every other house it was some kind of something running around 
across the street, and the neighbor had hogs next to us. The neighbor had whatever. This neighbor had chickens. So, so it was always something loose running around in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> Horses down the street. So it was always like, man, what is this? What kind of community is this? Watch this. <laughs> but while y'all laughing, we, everyone knew everybody. We shared. See, I, I grew up in that area where you could go next door, ask, ask Miss Connie, one of our neighbors, ask Miss Connie for a cup of sugar or two eggs. And, yeah, yeah, and we'd go next door when Mama said, two cups, and vice versa, can she get a cup of flour? See, it was a community. All the kids knew each other. We played with each other. If it wasn't our yard, it was your yard. Well, your yard, and wasn't nobody talking about get out the grass, get out We have, we, hey, this is a community. We play, it, it, for us not to be able to go outside, that was punishment. And now you almost got to put a chain in the, and hook them to and drag them outside. Nowadays, but it was a community. But one of our neighbors, he used to raise chickens. And you would see him outside. He would have a little, had a little stump, and he would take a, a, a axe, chop the head off, and that little, the chicken would just run around and, and just it just fell over until it bled out. Until it bled out. So, 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 so. In other words, it would run wild. Had no vision. And that's how we are when we operate void of God's vision. We run wild and we just run around and get into this, get into that. Like chickens with no head. Listen to this. <clears throat> Someone said this. It's a quote. You cannot get through a, sing- through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference. When you look at someone say, what you do makes a difference. <clears throat> Watch this, and you have to decide to decide what kind of a difference you want to make. What you do on a daily basis makes a difference, but you have to decide what type of difference you want to make. Either you want to make a difference for me, or want to make a difference for the Lord. And watch this, if you make a difference for the Lord, he'll make sure that whatever you sacrifice to make a difference for him, he'll repay you. And you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make how are you making a difference as a disciple of Jesus how are you making a difference because we all carry a level of influence but how are you making a difference did you come today alone hmm? did you fish this week and something we learn about fishermen there's patience there's sacrifice there's waiting there's long hours in the water and if most believers would just spend Three minutes a day. Someone say three minutes. Three minutes a day sharing the gospel, be it uh, in person with someone, social media, it would make a significant difference. Just three minutes a day. Three, one, three minutes. Someone say God's priority. Listen to this. You were created for a purpose. You're not here just to be here. You understand that? You're not here just to be here. You are here to be infectious. You are here to make significant impact. And we have to start making this about Jesus and not about self. Single people, when you meet somebody, don't make it about you. Make it about Jesus. That's how he'll come. Make it about Jesus. That's how she'll come. But when you thirsty and make it about you, see, now I have no vision because I'm making this about me. You're hungry. You're thirsty. And here... See, let me tell you how, when I make it about me. I'm the believer now, but I'm more concerned about maybe engaging in some nonsense. Now, guess what I'm doing now? I'm causing you to stumble rather than, let me introduce you to 
my friend. Oh boy, see y'all, see we y'all always look at me like that when we talk about them. If I'm talking about houses and cars coming, I can't get y'all quiet. But I, I, I want I want you I want you to understand this. Any area of your life where Jesus isn't Lord over, because there are some people we allow Jesus to be Lord over this area. When it comes to my marriage, God first. When it comes to raising kids, God first. Honor your mother and your father. You know, start quoting verses in. When it comes to studying, God first. <laughs> but when it comes to personal relationships, flesh first. When it comes to giving, flesh first. But see, he's either God of all or God not at all. But any area, listen to this, of your life that Jesus isn't Lord over, being that I honor him in this area, but not in this one. Watch this. There's going to be many obstacles and hardships. Any area where Jesus is not acknowledged first, being not just acknowledged, but I, I take his advice, his wisdom, his instruction, his guidance. You're going to have obstacles. You are going to encounter obstacles and hardships. Why would you say that? I didn't say that. Jesus said that. Let me show you. Proverbs 3, 6, Amplified. In all of your ways, know and acknowledge him, recognize him. Watch this. Um, and he will make your paths straight and smooth. What? Do y'all see this? Every, everyone look at this and read it for me. Ready? Let's read. In all of your ways, acknowledge it. No, not, not, hold on. Let, let's start over. Y'all trying to mess me up. See how, see how I put it on y'all? See, see, there you go. He playing a victim. I'm never a victim. I would take some more water though. <laughs> Thank you. Watch this. And all of you get serious. Thank you, sir. Oh, that like a, I used to be a drinker, didn't you? That's how drinkers, you say, hey, I had that thing like that. You see, I had that little pinky out like that. That long fingernail, y'all know what that's for, right? <laughs> God is good, I was just having fun. He wasn't a drinker, I'm not putting that on his ass side with me. But I did, back in the day, long time ago. Someone say, long time ago. I'll tell you. Somebody said, Pastor, ain't nothing wrong with that now. I still do it now. I still do it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I had my pinky like that last night, pal. <laughs> Look at someone said, Know your purpose, pinky wearing. <laughs> so, pinky in before somebody watch this. I'm going to have to take an extra five minutes. Watch this. In all of your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him, and he will make your path straight and, watch this, removing obstacles that what? Block your, so in other words, if he is not acknowledged, if he is not honored in, in this particular way, guess what? You're going to have obstacles. He removes them, not creates them. Oh, He's not the creator of obstacles. He removes them. 
Now, the, the enemy will try to throw things your way, but let's not say God threw the. No, he removes them. Are you here? Which is another word for hardships. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11, New King James. Let me show you something. Are you here? Yeah, I guess I will give you this next week. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'll give you this. Uh, watch this. Listen, Jeremiah 29, 11. Watch this. Y'all look at me for a second. I've said it at the beginning of the year. I'm going to drill this message until fishing becomes priority number one. Because it's not my will, it's the will of the Father. Notice when the fishermen, they were fishers in the natural. But when they followed Jesus immediately, the occupation went from being fishers in the natural to fishers of men first who happened to be fishermen. So, for instance, and I can't say it enough, just say you are a physician. Well, when you receive Jesus and begin to follow him immediately, I now become a fisherman of men who happens to be a physician. Are you here? For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of what? Peace and not evil to give you what? A future and hope. Now, look at it from the CEV, Contemporary English Version. Look what it says. Uh, I'll read it. It says, I will bless you with a future filled with hope, a future of success, not suffering. Are y'all here? I will, feel, I will bless you with the, the CEV version. I, I think I sent it to you this morning. I, I will bless you with a what? Future. Fi- she has it. Do you have it, daughter? <clears throat> Listen to this, guys, because I, I wanted to see in somebody else's Bible. So, yeah, I want to see. He don't want got that version. No. Re- read that out loud. You, you, yeah, you got the mic. Watch this. Watch this. I will bless you with a future filled with hope. Ho- ho- hold on. <laughs> Notice the traditional King James says, I know the plans, the thoughts I've told you. And it's to bless you with a future filled with what? Hope. Hope. Keep reading. A future of success. Watch, watch, hold up. God's plan for you is to have success. His type. Keep reading. Not of suffering. Not of suffering. So why are you suffering for the Lord? He said, no, I, 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 I don't want you to suffer. And the sufferings that the word of God mentions it's king is suffering in the sense of being persecuted as a uh at, by way of your righteous stance not god having you to suffer for, jesus died in vain if i got to suffer too for like on in the sense that we say suffering now you may suffer persecution being that people coming against you and opposing you because you standing on the word of god and you declaring jesus your that's the kind of suffering the bible mentioned of not i'm suffering i'm going through for god what, what what God get out of you suffering and you going through hell? That's why Jesus came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. No weapon formed against you shall. Many of the afflictions are the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them. So, so why would he, you think he's putting it on you just to deliver out of you? What kind, we don't serve that kind of God play them kind of childish game. Man does that foolishness. But I submit a lot of people endure the type of suffering that we make mention of because they have no vision. They haven't consulted their maker. They have no direction. So they run wild. As one translation says, people make stupid decisions, then they blame God. Blame God. 
And let me see. Look how sneaky people are. When a success from a worldly standpoint, they did it. When it go bad, God did it. Don't do my father like that. I'm going to read this verse and I'll close and we'll pick up here next week. So next week, remember, we're going to pick up on God's vision, right? God's what? God's vision. What do you mean? That which he has purposed and planned. Proverbs 29, 18, AMC, and I'll close with this. Listen, I can't say this enough. If you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior and people are not being drawn, if people are not being ministered to by you, you either don't know the vision or you're ignoring the vision. And watch it. So as a result, you are literally running wild as one who has no direction. Are you here? Watch this. Let's read this out loud. Where there is no vision, hold, hold on, or no redemptive revelation, no redeeming of God, no idea of purpose. You hear? The people perish, but he who keeps the law, what? That which has been revealed of God, which includes that of men. Blessed, be happy, fortunate, and what? Enviable. So if you're not happy, if you're not fortunate, enviable, perhaps I am void of vision. Redemptive revelation. What do you mean? It's understanding. You can write this down, and I'll give you the rest next week. It's understanding that our lives have been purchased at a high cost with a predestined God plan and purpose in mind. So you were purchased at a high price. You are not your own. This is what the word of God tells us. So when there is a redemptive revelation in succinct, it's understanding or knowing my purpose. In other words, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of God's plan and purpose for my life. I'm aware of God's plan and purpose for SGFC. And when I don't run toward that thing, as, as, as if I don't know it at all. I'm someone who runs wild. And whenever you're nebulous or you're unclear regarding who we are in Christ, who you are in Christ, and what it means to live our lives, watch this. When you are unclear, being that I have no vision, or no idea who I am and why Christ created me, boundary lines for life become blurred and undefined. In other words, anything goes because I don't, I have, I, I don't, I, I, everything is blurred. I don't, I, I don't know. From a natural standpoint, if you don't have a vision for what you want to do individually, you're all over the place. And see, what, one of the things vision does, let me close because I'm going to give you all too much information. One of, the vision, one of the things vision does, it keeps you focused. See, when you got vision, you know that she is a deterrent. She is a distraction to me. When you understand vision, you realize that he is a stumbling block to me. This is not the environment. Watch this. That's conducive for me reaching my goal. So I don't want to be part of that clique when you have vision. And the worst thing, did we read this verse? Okay. Now, give me the King James or the New King James. I want to show you another translation. Watch this. Where there is no revelation. Something, again, that thing that has been disclosed to you. That's why every week we put up the vision. Every And... and when you become part of a ministry, the first thing, one of the first things I need to know, what's the vision? Because the power to define is the power to fulfill. If you can't define it, you can never fulfill it. Okay? 
even individually. Those of you who are married, you should have a vision for your marriage. Those of you who have a family, you should have a vision for your family. When there's no vision, the whole house runs wild. Oh, this one doing this, this one doing that, this one going to wild. Because there's no vision. But watch this. People cast off restraint. What do you mean? They run wild. Anything goes. Why? Because there's no vision. It's chaos. And perhaps if there's chaos in your life today, perhaps you avoid that God has a plan and purpose for your life. But happy is he who keeps the law. What do you mean? That which was revealed, that which has been made known. Happy is he. You are fishermen. Will you say this? Now, I'm speaking only to believers, and those of you who are not, you have opportunity to become one in a second. But if you are a believer, will you say this? As a believer, I have been commissioned to fish for people. And watch this. And if I'm not fishing for people, perhaps I'm making it about me. I asked the question earlier, how is God being glorified in your job? And it's not having a Bible verse up in your business. Bless that. God's good. It's not having to uh, saying bless you when people leave. God is honored in it when I'm fishing, when people are being drawn to his kingdom because of this avenue that he's using. Now, heaven rejoices. What? When one sinner repent, more so than 99 who needs no repentance. They don't rejoice because you got scriptures quoted all over the place and on your vehicle. They rejo- heaven rejoices when a soul comes to know Jesus. That's why the cost is so heavy because it requires that you die daily. Wow, did you hear me? It requires that one must die. What do you mean? Lord, let your will be done. Be this kind of person where Jesus is Lord of all. Don't let a man or woman have that much influence over you where Jesus has to take the back seat to him, to her, to them, to they. That's no commitment. That's been void of my purpose. Because we let so many things cloud our judgment. Like God don't know what you need. He knows before you even ask. That's why if I seek him first, he will add. See, you can't, it, there's nowhere around. If, if he's first, he will add them. The things that people are denying him for to work and get in the choir. He said, man, see, you, you're going about it. You're suffering. If you would just seek me first, I will give them to you. There are souls literally dying every day. Watch this. And they were in the company of fishermen who were void of their purpose. I wouldn't want that blood to be on my hands. And again, we've seen throughout this teaching that Jesus said, you didn't even have to do anything. I've already made everything ready. All you have to do is open your mouth. Just say something. That's it. Notice he said, look, you, 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 had, you didn't sow anything here. You, all you have to do is, is just go reap. Are you here? Can I say this? Listen, and I know we mature at different stages, just like the lepers when they got healed. Some, uh, you know, there, there, there were one who got healed immediately and then some got healed as they went. Watch this. So even as I'm maturing and growing, if, the, my, if I know the vision is at the forefront, 
even while I'm at the club, Crystal, I'm fishing. It'll go to the point where I thought I was going to have a good time, but I'm here to share Jesus, man. And y'all look at me like, well, why, why, why is he? Because you say you're a Christian, right? Then you should know your purpose. If not, you are there running wild. Wherever it is, don't have to be. I'm just using that as an example. And if I'm not strong enough to go in any environment and fish, I have to know where I can go and fish and I not be pulled into the water and perhaps drown. Because you can get a hold of something that's too big for you and then get to pull it and tug it. And what you thought was a minnow was actually jaws. Because you have no vision. This is an all Christian Christendom. The majority have made things about them. Listen to people talk. Everything is about me getting more, having more. To, and very little conversations are about. So I, I want to make all the money for what? What are you gonna do with it when you get it? I'm giving me a Bentley. That is foolishness. If that's your only motivator, is to get a Bentley. God is not impressed. Now, if, if you get one of you draw people, that's different. Now, there's nothing wrong with it now. Because when I get mine, I want y'all talking about, well, he, y'all ain't going to talk about me. You know, he, that brother fishing like a fish. He, he deserves one. See, some of y'all can't even. I'm not about to get it today, so don't, don't look like that. See, see, I done lost half you. Oh, Lord, no, gone. He getting one? You, but you don't say that when a heathen drives. You, you, you tag and post his. Then, then you put mine on talking about what he need with one. That's a whole nother message, man. But, but, but we have to get to the point as Christians, watch this, where our, our primary motivator, motivation is to reap souls for the kingdom of God. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit ShekinahGloryFC.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.